It says that my God will, not might, not maybe, but will meet all your needs. It's an absolute. And then it says, my God will meet all your needs. Not some of your needs, but all of them. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Listen to how this little girl deals with someone's, someone's disbelief. Talking about whales. And she informed the class that it was impossible for a whale to swallow a human being because although they were huge, their throats were too small. A little girl raised her hand and said, The Bible says that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. Annoyed, the teacher reiterated that it was physically impossible. So the little girl said, Well, when I get to heaven, I'll ask Jonah. And the teacher asked, Well, what if Jonah went to hell? Well, the little girl replied, then you can ask him. <laughs> well, if we believe the word is true, and I, and I know we do, then this scripture I'm about to share, this amazing promise I found in Philippians, when a, the Apostle Paul was encouraging those folks, this scripture will change your life. Listen to this. My God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Let's just think about that for a second. It says that my God will, not might, not maybe, but will meet all your needs. It's an absolute. And then it says my God will meet all your needs, not some of your needs, but all of them. Then it goes on to say that according to his glorious riches, God's not rich. He's gloriously rich. His resources are endless. And then it finishes it off by saying, in Christ Jesus. That means it's a promise only for believers. That's us. What an incredible promise. So let's make sure that we understand what it doesn't say. That scripture doesn't say, I'll meet all your greeds. You see, there's a big difference between needs and wants. And just like as parents, we don't give our kids everything that they want because we know it's not good for them. God doesn't promise to give us everything we want, but he does promise to meet all of our needs. So why is it that you may have financial needs today? Why is it so, that so many believers are struggling financially? Are we not understanding something? Is God failing us? The answer, of course, is no, not a chance. Rick Warren, he likes to explain it this way. With every promise, there's a premise. When God makes a promise, he is clearly saying, I'll do my part if you will do yours. So to make sure that you're in a place where God can make good on his promise to meet all of your needs, try to remember these simple principles. First, pray before you pay. 
Ask God to get involved with your financial decisions, your buying decisions, certainly before you invest your money in anything. The word says, ask and you shall receive, and your joy shall be complete. Talk to him about it. Second, when you have a need, plant a seed. Now, it sounds illogical to our human nature to give at the very time when you have a need. But that's why it requires faith. God says, my ways are not your ways. When you give during your time of need, you exercise your faith and you unleash God's blessings on your life. And finally, third, trust is a must. We have to trust God in everything. You know, worry and anxiety, they're not qualities befitting a believer. When you worry about everything, what you're really saying is, it all depends on me. And that actually displeases God. So the more we trust him, the more he can meet our needs. Whatever your situation is today, if you believe the word of God to be true, and I know you do, then you have to believe that this promise is for you. Where is your faith today? Do you have a mountain that needs moving in your life? Coming up, you just need a little faith to see big miracles in your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. There were two buddies, Chris and John. They were two of the biggest baseball fans in America. Their entire adult life, they never tired of discussing baseball history and statistics together. They even agreed that whoever died first would try to come back and tell the other if there was baseball in heaven. One summer night, Chris passed away in his sleep after watching the Ranger victory earlier in the evening, which in itself was a surprise. (laughs) Well, Chris died happy. A few nights later, his buddy John awoke to the sound of Chris's voice from beyond. Chris, is that you, John asked? It's me, Chris replied. This is unbelievable, John exclaimed. "So, So tell me. Is there baseball in heaven? Well, I have some good news and some bad news for you. Which do you want to hear first? Let's hear the good news. Well, the good news is, yes, there is baseball in heaven, John. Oh, man, that's great. So what could possibly be the bad news? You're pitching tomorrow night. Okay. All right, I want, to, I want to encourage some people this morning by telling you that you can have more faith. And did you know that to have faith, sometimes you have to go against your natural instincts to what seems normal and what seems logical. If you remember the story when Jesus asked the disciples to take a boat ride with him to the other side of the lake. And as soon as they started, the Lord went back and took a nap. And while he was sleeping, a big storm came up and the disciples had to wake him up. 
They said, Master, we're going to drown out here. And the Lord got up, and he probably yawned. And the word says he rebuked the storm, and immediately the wind stopped, and the water became calm. And then he said, where is your faith? Well, years ago, I witnessed an amazing thing while watching a high school basketball game. The game was very close. There was one second left, and a player got fouled. His team was two points behind, so he was awarded two free throws. He made the first one, so the next one would would tie the game if he made it. Everybody held their breath while he shot the ball. Well, the ball hit the front of the rim and then rolled around the rim a few times and then miraculously came to rest on the flat part of the rim and just sat there. Well, everyone was in shock. The referees were completely stumped. They didn't know what to do. Finally, after about 15 minutes, they decided to get to take the ball down and give the, the kid another shot. And he was so messed up by that time over the, all the events that he missed it badly and they lost the game. Now, if you don't know anything about basketball, you wouldn't find that story all that interesting. So what? The ball stopped on the back of the rim. But if you ever played basketball, you would know what a once-in-a-lifetime thing that event was. Because you know you could stand right under the basket for a year shooting the basketball, and, and you couldn't make it do that, let alone expect it to do it at a crucial point of a basketball game. Well, you see, several of the disciples out on the boat with Jesus that day were fishermen. And they knew the sea. And they knew what a life-threatening storm was. So when it hit, they immediately reacted from their experience in that situation. And they feared for their lives because of their knowledge of the sea. And when this happened, the disciples had already witnessed many miracles. And here they were traveling with what they already knew was, was God walking around in a man's body. And yet it never occurred to them to believe that the Lord would not let anything happen to them. We have several other accounts of how the Lord got aggravated with the disciples when they got distracted and reverted back to their their natural instincts. Once a man brought his demon-possessed son to Jesus and told him that he had already taken his son to the disciples, but they couldn't heal him. And when Jesus heard this, he, he railed on the disciples telling them that they were unbelievers and that he just didn't know how long he could put up with them. He had the boy come and he healed him right away. And when the the disciples asked the Lord, why could we not heal the boy? He said, because you have so little faith. And then then he said what, what we all know is very familiar. He said, if you have faith, as small as a mustard seed. You can say to this mountain, move. And it'll move from here to there. And nothing will be impossible for you. You know, sometimes we're just as guilty as the disciples were. We let our own experience and our own expertise blind us from the creative ways God wants to work in our lives. 
See, because I played basketball, I, I would never have believed that a basketball would come to rest on a goal during a basketball game. And the disciples couldn't have faith in the middle of the night, in the middle of a storm, because they were still thinking like fishermen. If we're going to trust in God, we have to let God be God. And to do that means we have to put aside all we know about how we think things should work, especially when we're in a storm. The word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, we have to realize that the Lord knows what he's doing. Did it ever occur to you that the same person who calmed the wind and the sea with a single word was probably the same person who started the storm in the first place? Just to teach the disciples to have a little faith? Where is your faith today? Do you have a mountain that needs moving in your life? You just need a little faith to see big miracles in your life. Just a little faith. And then get out of the way and let God be God. Did you know that God has provided a roadmap to a blessed and successful life? Stay tuned to hear a few simple principles on achieving success. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Now, I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they're conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed and successful life that starts with these very simple principles. You see, God really wants to bless you and me with a prosperous and abundant life. The Lord said, for I know I have made plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. That means he wants us to make money and he wants us to use money wisely. And his word is just full of information about how to deal 
with money. God tests us and he teaches us through all the issues that we already have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses actually include the words money, riches, or wealth. And one of the treasures that God has blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I don't even have time right now to tell you about the scope of his wealth. But I want to share with you a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage your finances. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. They're in the Word of God. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way that I say it is know your dough. Now, this may sound a little ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem that people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a steward of. Solomon said, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, that's, that's what they had to trade with was livestock. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand with thousands of products in inventory. We get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight will make a difference. It's because we know we aren't a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can get away, then who knows how many others can. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy or obsessive about it, but so we can have command over it. And I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are in your finances, you simply can't expect God or any of his principles of prosperity to apply to you. Because in, effect, in, in some ways, you don't even know how to pray for your finances. Okay, the next secret that Solomon shared with us is this. And I, I call it this. You have to stash some cash. Now let me tell you what I mean by that. Solomon says, go to the ant and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and it gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Even insects have that down. Now, 85% of Americans say they have no savings. And that means most of us don't either. For most of us, the demands to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but it can never, never pay ourselves. And that's what Solomon's simple wisdom is. We need to pay ourselves. We have to treat ourselves just like we do an important bill to pay. 
We have to prioritize our money to do that on a regular basis. That's what the ant does because he knows there will come a time when he's going to need it. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to tithe. And I call this secret tithe and thrive. He said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. Solomon lived this kind of life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one before or since. So I have to say, he's a very credible source for this simple piece of advice, tithing. Now, I don't know anyone who's talked about tithing more than me around here for a long time. But the more I do, the more clear it's become to me that tithing is one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. And I know that you may have heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially when we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the simple principles he's already given us? And I know that God wants to pour out his blessings on his people today. And when we show the Lord what we've learned from the word, how to count our flock And how to learn how to save and honor him in obedience with our tithes. Then we are already living in the grace where something good will happen in Jesus' name. And when it does, when it does happen, you'll know it was no secret why it did. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.